What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special episode of Everything Wrestling with Brandy and Summer. I'm Summer. I'm Brandy. And we have our exclusive interview with Scoop. Yay. Thursday? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it's Thursday. I'm pretty sure it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Okay. Okay. I did a double check. <laughs> I was going to say, I went into work early, then it has to be Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow's Friday. But not my Friday. Oh, well, that's too bad. That's rude. <laughs> so how are you today, Scoop? Um, I'm tired. The old shoot job's got a little working my tail off a little bit, but otherwise I'm okay. <laughs> Same. Uh, work is draining, that's for sure. I almost I got in a fight yesterday at work, so. I, oof. That's not good. No. I mean, somebody tried to uh, roll their eyes at me on a fucking job I knew. So, yeah. Uh, uh, that's every day for me, so I'm used to it. <laughs> I don't handle that shit well. I don't. Well, most of the time I'm their boss, so they have to do it anyway. So I just <laughs> well, that's rude. I'm not the boss. <laughs> I just shrug my shoulders. Okay, I'm I'm glad you're upset. Um, so I need that done in like 20 minutes. I'll walk away. <laughs> I mean, other than that, I'm I guess I'm okay. That's good. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. No problem. No, I, you guys asked. I said okay. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure we include everybody that's a part of the wrestling community, not just the wrestlers. So ah, that's it's all big one one big happy family for the most part. For the most part. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you want to get started? You got any questions, Brandy? I do have some questions. Um, Fire away. I'm I guess I just wanted to know, like, what? how did you get started with photography? Was it just something that you enjoyed, or was it, like, a passion you wanted to pursue? I was bored, and my dad had a camera. So... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that's the nicest way to put it. So I I was a tinker. I've always been a tinker. And dad had a camera. And I was just sitting in the closet. And I'm like, hey, uh, can I take some pictures? He's like, okay. You want to learn how? I'm like, yeah. So he taught me the basics. And uh, I went from there. And I took a few classes in college and did a few big pieces. I got blown up and everything. And then kind of got away from it when I got busy with work and everything. And then uh, the pandemic happened. And I was like, well, I live in a new city. Why not? Let's get back into photography. And this is a great place to take pictures. And uh, I forgot I was good at it. So... <laughs> I guess it's something you never lose once you're passionate it's, about it. It's, I wouldn't say lose it. It's you forget you have it. Um, a lot of photographers and anybody that's super creative, we all see things. I would say atypical. Like that's all, it's it's a kind of a typical thing with neuro neurodivergent people when it comes to like creatives and ADHD. I'm ADHD myself. I don't necessarily see things the same way as people. So when it comes to like capturing moments and like photos and like something creative. People that are in diversion always have a little bit different look at it, and it and it makes people stop and stare because a lot of them 
are so used to a very typical look at things. And when they see it from a different angle or from a different perspective or with a different mind's eye involved in it, it really makes people stop and pause and look and it changes their perspective. So you forget that you can do that. And then when you find that medium to do that, especially in anything creative, it, it brings you peace in your wild and crazy neurodivergent mind. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. A lot of artistic people describe mm -hmm. it that yeah, way. It's very much, it's very much the same thing. Yeah. Um, how did you get started with, sh uh, shooting wrestling shows? <laughs> Completely by accident. <laughs> 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 um, so I, Got, again, got back into photography, got a camera, and I was, it was a future shock at FSW. I brought, I just got my X-T4 with my long lens, and I got up in the, sitting up in the stands in GA, and I just took a bunch of photos of the, of the matches going on, and posted them and tagged FSW, and um, both Joe DeFalco and Tom Crawford reached out to me, like, hey, uh, we don't have anybody shooting ringside, you, uh, Got some good stuff. You want to do it? I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Why not? And then the rest is history. And the rest is history. Something to do. Well, you do a good job of it. Thank you. Thank you. It's And you literally have the best seat in the house. Not necessarily. <laughs> it's the closest seat in the house. It's not the, the best seat in the house. Yeah. I guess it depends who you're talking to, whether they uh, think it's the closest or the best. Uh, Workplace hazards. There is. Bodies. Yes, we we've witnessed the workplace hazards. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got kicked in the face. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, we witnessed that. Yeah. Yeah, I broke my nose. It was great. Oh. <laughs> but uh, now you have uh, an interesting story to tell. Uh, no, the worst part is it was like, is your camera okay? I'm like, yo, my face. <laughs> but, we heard, but we heard your camera. Is it fine? It's a tool. My face. We need your picture, Scoop. Is your, is your camera okay? Yeah. Never mind. My nose is crooked and my face is bleeding. I look like Ric Flair in an 80s match. <laughs> oh, wow. Blood pouring on my face, coming out my nose. Is your camera fine? I think, yeah. That was the funniest part. It's like right after it happened, like, foot comes off the rope, kicks me in the camera, hits me in the face, and my face just goes numb. I'm like, ow. That really hurt. I'm like, oh, I heard my camera crunch. So I'm working on it. And like people behind me are checking. I'm like, you good? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm just, I think my camera's a little messed up. And I turned and looked at her. And like, she had this death look on her face. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I'm bleeding, aren't I? She goes, yeah. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then I, I finally tasted it. I'm like, oh, I'm really bleeding. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, when you can taste it, there's a problem. Yeah, when you taste your own blood, it's a problem. So I, I was like, you guys smell iron. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's me. Is that the first or only time that's ever happened? Like, have you ever been injured before? Oh, Tito, uh, bad dude Tito almost landed on me at an FSW show. Oh, that's fun. Uh, no, he's he not a my... small guy. Uh, he is not. No, 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 no. He, um, uh, I think his wrestling show guy, he threw him out of the ring, and I was... Paying attention, luckily, I do watch. I do watch the match. Analogies to shooters, just to see if I potentially could get killed. So, <laughs> workplace hazard, yeah. Yep, yep. I slid out of the way and he missed my ankle, and he checked on me afterwards. So it was really, it was pretty cool. He made sure I was all right. I was, I'm okay. He missed what me. He's like, 
blame Shogun. We'll blame Shogun. It's fine. <laughs> me and Shogun are beefing right now. <laughs> that wasn't Shogun's fault. Yeah, yes, it was. Just let me go with it, okay? <laughs> Shogun's fault. A scoop, you're not going to win this argument. <laughs> I know I'm not going to win the argument, but I don't happen to Margaret. I was there, so it was not his fault. <laughs> I'm still going to blame him. Oh, we're, wow. We're, we're beefing, so it's fine. It's fine. Uh, how did you get the name Scoop? I've been Scoop since I was a couple weeks old. Um, I was premature, and you could scoop me up in one hand and carry me like a football. Plus, I'm a junior, so it just kind of worked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, it does make sense. Uh, and the funny part is, it is so ingrained in my life that my eye doctor in Seattle refers to me as Scoop. He does not call me by my name. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah. That says a lot. Yeah. Well, I guess when you were like weeks old and you've been given that nickname, I guess it does stick for a lifetime. Yep. It, it stuck. But it's cool. It is cool. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gives you a cool name to go by on social media and as a photographer, it makes you stand out. Yeah. It's just, just my name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. It's just what I go by. Who cares? Uh, and the bionic part is from when I got hurt. So it just kind of worked. <laughs> well, what would you say is, like, your favorite match that you've ever shot? Do you have one? Do you have multiple? It's tough. Because I'm a wrestling fan first. Mm-hmm. And so, but I'm also big into storytelling and, and I've done a couple of videos on my YouTube channel about storytelling and telling stories and how I personally go about telling stories and creating the visual medium that I'd like to create. So I don't really see matches as a whole. I see moments in matches. Okay. So like you have any the, favorite the, moments? I have a couple favorite moments. Um... I probably have three favorite moments that I can I can I can pull off the top of my head. Um, number one was shooting dark arts. It was Sky High versus Mecha Wolf and Mil Muertes, and I was a huge Mil Muertes fan when he was in Lucha Underground. I loved Lucha Underground. That's like one of the greatest cinematic wrestling shows ever. Fight me. Um, <laughs> I agree. I was gonna say. It's <laughs> like fight me now. Um. But he, I talked to him before the show, and he is incredibly cool. And one of the first show, prints I printed for my wall, I have a wall of fame of all my favorite shots in my apartment, uh, is him coming out in his full, like, headdress, full Aztec-looking regalia. And he was super cool, and he gave me a couple exclusive shots. And that moment was really cool. Uh, that one... Um... Anniversary show 2022, Remy Marcel versus Gregory Sharp for the Nevada State Championship. And that, and that no DQ match, when Sharp busted the brick over Remy's head, I have a great shot of that. And just the crowd's reaction to that was amazing because no one knew what to do. Because it was such a shock visual of breaking a brick over a man's head. To do whatever it takes to win. So, like, that moment's in my head is one of my favorites. And then Brandy's going to like this one. <laughs> Jay Vidal. Anniversary, anniversary show, Jay Vidal, Matt Vandergriff. It's on my wall as well. Matt had 
just hit the, uh, Sweet Dreams, his, his version of the Styles Clash. And Jay kicks out at two and three quarters. And on the picture is Jay at full extension kicking out. AJ's hand literally an inch off the canvas. And Matt getting, getting kicked back on the kick out in that moment. Because that match is one of my favorite matches I've ever shot. It had I've seen that picture, and that's that picture says everything. That match, that match was everything, and that match was amazing, and that that match lives in my head a lot. Like I can agree with that. It probably lives in Brandy's too. I I I, I know. <laughs> Jay Vidal lives in my head all the time. So. I have a bunch of like I I have other moments like from different matches that that, that stick out in my head. Um... Last not not this probably probably before when Mondo during the double doors match Mondo went for the suicide dive and he cleared the door and the chairs and ended up on the wall. I got a picture of him clearing the door. Um, I've got that. Um, seeing Josh Alexander wrestle um, Tom Lawler and shooting that was pretty cool too. Josh at the time Impact World Champion. This was at Full Tilt Weekend, the first one. 2022. That was cool. That'd be a moment. Yeah. And just not shooting, just being, not being ringside, but just having my camera with me. Seeing Minoru Suzuki for Impact a couple years ago was pretty neat. A big in New Japan guy. Little known fact. Huge New Japan guy. Um. Now, do you have a specific wrestler in mind that you like shooting? I like everybody, honestly, because everyone's so di- everyone's so different, and that's kind of the cool part is is learning everyone's personalities and how they like to wrestle, and then taking the picture that makes them look the best. So I don't really have a favorite. I enjoy learning everybody, because then I can in turn make everybody look amazing. And that's kind of an, an under an underappreciated part about being ringside photography is. We can make you look amazing. On a video, a, a move might not look the best, but I can capture the moment that makes people go, "Holy crap, that's amazing!" Who's this guy or who's this girl? I get, I gotta watch, I gotta check him out. Yeah. So I, we kind of preach. A lot of us we t- we talk and we preach about, "Hey, use us. That's what we're here for. Talk to us. If there's something you wanna you wanna you wanna get got, I'll do it. Just let me know." Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there for myself. I enjoy it, and I, I like making other people look good. Yeah, I'm sure they appreciate that, you for that. That's that's why my watermark is small because it's not about me. It's about the action. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, is there a match that, whether it be pro indie, that you wish you had shot for? Oh yeah. It was a match that I watched from the crowd. Um, Super J Cup 2019 in Tacoma, Washington at the Masonic Hall. Amazing Red and Will Osprey went for 33 minutes. And I would have loved to shoot that. Amazing Red is amazing. Um, It was Amazing Red in his first match back off his injury, and he wrestled Will Osprey. That had to be fire. It was nuts. It was 30 minutes of just flippy. 
And it was a great story. They told a story. It was a great match. That whole night was nuts. Like that that's like my favorite night of wrestling I've ever been as a fan. So the the Super J Cup was always a big Super Juniors tournament in Japan. Um, Jushin Thunder Liger, who was, if I had an all-time favorite wrestler, it'd be Liger. Um, I saw him wrestle at that tournament because that was his farewell tour. Like he retired in 2019, he wanted to do Super J Cup one more time in the states. It was a three-night event. Night one was in Tacoma. Night two was in San Francisco. Night three was in LA. So I went to night one, and that card was ridiculous. Um, that was Clark Connors' debut, Carl Fredericks' debut, um, Sobrano Jr., um, Dragon Lee was on that card, wow. TJP, El Phantasmo, wow. yeah. Jonathan Gresham, Rocky Romero, like, Caristico, you name it. Like, the best Super Juniors in the world were in that tournament. And I got to watch them all go at it for three and a half hours. It is like literally the greatest night of wrestling I've ever watched. I can there see only, why. There was only about 300 people there, too, so it was a tight venue. And the energy from first bell to the main event was off the charts. Nice. Oh, God, I forgot. Row and Show were on that tournament. Like, it was such it was a good tournament. God, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it, was good. it was so good. Um, what would you, uh, if any advice, I mean, mean, you've given me a lot of advice, um, but if you, if somebody came to you for advice for getting into photography, what would be your best advice to them? Your best camera is the one you have in your hands, your cell phone, anything. And take, if you don't mind me saying this, take a lot of shitty pictures. Just take a bunch, just take pictures. The more clicks you get in, the better you get at taking photos. It sounds counterproductive, but you learn what not to do by not by doing it wrong or what you see is wrong. Um, photography, when it comes to different aspects and different genres, is very subjective. Um, what someone sees as a good photo, someone else might not see as a good photo. What I always suggest is Look at other photographers for ideas, but not for inspiration. Okay. Establish your own look. And I can I can run down the line of all the West Coast photographers, and none of us look alike. None of our styles look alike. None of our color palettes look alike. And that's what makes it awesome. I can talk to Ryan Shore. I can talk to Fow. I can talk to Ryan West. I can talk to Justin. Paul Ponte, all of us look different, we shoot different, and we're all unique. And that's what makes it so cool. I'm still trying to figure out, like, my, uh, trying to get, like, my pictures to come out with the lighting to look good or just take the pictures at the right time. And I do take a lot of shitty pictures. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. One of my all-time favorite photography quotes. A picture is a click away. A good picture is a thousand clicks away. A great picture is 10,000 clicks away. So you're going to take a lot of decent, okay, and crappy photos in between. But when you do get it right and you find that picture that 
I always aim to find the shot, like when I'm going through a card, that makes me stop and gasp real quick. Because at that point, I know the photo has my attention. If it got my attention just from scrolling through literally a page of 3,000 photos on Lightroom, I went, whoa. I know that reaction is going to happen to somebody else. And I've drawn you into the story that I'm telling with the photo at that point. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to take this advice because, like I said, I don't. I'm trying desperately hard to uh, get mine to come out as good as yours. And for some reason, I cannot get them to come out good. Good subjective. I have a different angle for being that close. Yeah, yeah, um, you do. I also am using a little different equipment. I've got a little faster aperture. I can take, take in more light to do more with. More light equals more information. When you have more light, more information, you have more room to play with the photo to change things the way you like. That's a lens selection deal. So. Now, for some of you like... For some of you like me, like you said something about your watermark. I was thinking of getting like a little watermark of mine... Uh, how would you go about doing that? Um, there's services that build them. Uh, and like mine, I made it myself because it's, I want it to be personal and everything about my logo is very important to me. So I built my brand around it. The Bionic Scoop is my brand. It's, I'm Scoop. Bionic part comes from back in 2015 where I snapped my leg in half and I've got a titanium rod from a knee to my ankle and three screws. Um, that that literally killed me. I um, discovered I had a clotting disorder and I didn't know I had. And I ended up with five blood clots in my lungs and seven in my legs. Oof. So I went to the hospital for four days. They let me go on oxygen because I still wasn't breathing well. Uh, six hours later, I was dead in a hospital bed from total lung failure and pneumonia, and my blood was fully septic. So I spent oh, seven days in ICU, and I probably shouldn't be alive, but I am. And each part of my logo rec represents parts of that, and my connection to Seattle, where I'm from. Um, it's a mirrored image of the same thing, where to be one direction, s another direction. And it's kind of like as a reflection of myself of the two sides of my life before my injury and after, and after I had so much more clarity about things. So it's a lot of, a lot of thought went into everything I did with that because I wanted it to be simple, yet I knew it meant more than just what it showed. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. You, you got to make it unique to you, however you would right. like to do that. Correct. Yes, it's 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 whatever you want it to be. Just okay. just don't make it so big where it takes up all the picture. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. I mean, that's good advice. Don't put it over anyone's face either. Uh yeah, no. <laughs> uh, unless unless they're buying it from you and it's a proof, then uh, yeah, make it as ugly as you want. Because if they want oh. the real deal, they want the real deal. You're gonna have to pay to get rid of that watermark. Yeah, here. But, <laughs> Yeah, just don't put it over anyone's face. So. Okay. Try not yeah, to. Just, just for that, I'm watermarking everything over Jay's face in every photo I take. That is rude! <laughs> How could you cover that beautiful face? Oh, Lord. Here we go. Very very carefully. Uh, why would you want to? I didn't. I, just annoy you. 
That's rude, Scoop. <laughs> I am insulted. My nickname is Mr. Indiscriminate. I make fun of everybody. That is rude. Yes, because we know he makes fun of me. I do, because Summer hates me. <laughs> See? See? Summer hates me, too. I guess I hate everyone. Yeah, you do. That's it's rude. Your cancer. It is. Mm-hmm. I almost wanted to go that far. I was just joking with her, but you took it real personal. <laughs> I've known her too long. <laughs> I know. I just, I, that's why I'm just, I'm just not going to. I'm just gonna, <laughs> like, not going to go there. Not going to oh, do look, it. Not gonna look, say it's a oh, look, it's a camera battery. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen a million of those, right? I've got five. <laughs> hmm. uh, I've got one that's in the camera. How long have you been a wrestling fan? Has it been the lifelong thing? Oh, life, 100% lifelong. Lifelong since kid? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, I I, I got, uh, this is a great story. I bought a bird when I was in second grade. I had saved my allowance money up, and I wanted a bird. I was going to buy a parakeet, because I, like, I wanted a parakeet. Like, this is what I wanted. My dad was like, all right, well, well I'll take your money. We'll get you a bird. So he got, he got a blue-crowned conure. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a version. It's, it's in the parrot family. Oh, Lord. Uh, okay. Uh, the conure is the loudest bird in the southern Amazon. They are loud. They are obnoxious. And I named this bird Frankie because I loved Coco Beware and his bird so much. I named my bird Frankie after Coco Beware's bird. So that's how deeply ingrained in wrestling I am. My bird was named after Coco Beware's macaw. I would have gotten a pigeon. He recently passed away, actually, too, last year. Aww. So that bird lived almost 40 years. So. Yeah, they, yeah, those kind of birds. Birds can outlive you. Yeah, if you get into the larger African greys, macaws, they'll live 80, 80 to 100 years. Yeah, macaws, like, they're like, if you get a macaw, make sure you're young. Yes. <laughs> or make sure you have people who are willing to take care of it after because they live a long ass time. They do. And I'm not trying to, I have a stupid bird out there. <laughs> I'm trying, he's, he started tweeting. As soon as you started talking about the bird, he started tweeting. It's like he heard you. <laughs> he knew. Yeah, he was a pain in my ass. He's like, oh, it's Scoop. <laughs> but you know what I've named, I had a guinea pig as a teenager that I named Rocky after the rock. I had a cat as a teenager that I named Ray Ray. His full name was Ray Ray Cruiser because. No way, Cruiserweight. Yeah, yeah. My mom, props to my mom because my mom thought of Cruiser. Um, I came up with Ray Ray. She came up with Cruiser. Um, currently, my son named our cat Nikki after Nikki Bella. I do not take credit for that one, and I refuse to take credit for that one. <laughs> um, we tried to name the dog Sammy. We tried to name him Oops. <laughs> we tried to name him Montez. He didn't like any of those names. He wouldn't answer to them. So he has a completely different name, but we, we've tried. We've tried. And uh, probably the next, I, I want another beta fish, and it'll probably have... A wrestler's name so hero oh no. i've got a question for you oh wait hold on we've never had this happen okay let's go have you guys 
ever been to like a big WWE event, like a big pay per view, like any of the big four or anything? Yes. Which one? So when they came here for SummerSlam a couple years ago, uh, that was my son's first um, pro wrestling show. Oh, cool. Yes. Uh, He was very happy because he got to see it was Roman and Cena. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was very happy to see that. I was not because I had to sit next to him and hear his mouth the whole time about Roman. Um, (laughs) Then we went to Money in the Bank when it was out here. Um, He loved it because Theory won. Um, It made this whole night. Um, And then we just went to SmackDown that was out here and then we're going to the tour, the holiday tour that's coming. But when he was still a baby, I actually went to, um, Oh, was it, was it no mercy? I can't remember. Or it was, they had the elimination chamber and like triple H was in it. Jeff was in it. Triple H actually won it. Um, I went to that one when he was a baby. I was still with my ex-husband at the time. And then a few years later, we went to, I think it was the one where uh, Punk had the pipe bomb. Okay. Wrong, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I went the very first, uh, well, when I was a kid, um, I used to go to wrestling events all the time, which is what got me into wrestling. Um, they used to have um, events at the showboat. Mm-hmm. And my parents would take me to those, and I would literally stay up and watch the entire show because I was fascinated by it. And my brother would fall asleep like with the first hour in. <laughs> um, and the next, uh, as I got older, the very first big event I remember going to was a Monday Night Raw um, where. A fan got so drunk, he actually ran down and punched Chris Jericho in the face. Classic. Uh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, maybe this was before, this pay-per-view was before this. I don't remember. But it was the pay-per-view was uh, No Way Out. It was 2001 when Triple H uh, wrestled Steve Austin in a two out of three falls. Maybe mine was No Way Out, too. Was it? Maybe. And I actually uh, caught Triple H's bottle cap on his water bottle nice nice. and then the f- next one i went to was vengeance when triple h fought batista i believe it was a hell in a cell if i remember correctly and triple I h lost so. yeah i think so and if you want to take it real old school i remember going to wcw here one of the wcw shows first time i'd ever seen Rey mysterio he did not have a he was did not have his mask at the time when he had been unmasked and he was with the filthy uh, animals. Filth, filthy animals time. Yes. Um, yeah, I go, me and Ray go way back. Um, and yep, I Mr. Was, Soldier. Yep, yep, yep. And he used to wear the <laughs> devil horns sometimes mm-hmm. and then he had like the bleach ball. He went through a whole thing. Um, but I remember going to that and that's actually where like the biggest thing I remember is other than Ray is Sting fought. And I don't remember who he fought. It might have been Jeff Jarrett, but there were stings coming out of everywhere. There was like came down from the rafters. One came out from under the ring. These like multiple stings, and that's like the one thing that I remember, other than obviously Ray. I think he may have been cruiserweight tag team champion with Billy Kidman at that time. And they retired. Those are, those are some deep. Those are some deep cuts. I like that. 
And then one that really sticks with me too, the very last one I ever went to, this one will always stick with me. Um, I don't remember the actual date of the event, um, but it was a money in the bank. And um, I had gone to a party the night before and I was completely wasted at this party. I went to the show hungover actually. Um, and I remember this because Bray Wyatt walked right past me. And it was a moment that, I, that I'll always remember. Nice. I've got a good list myself, too. I actually met Rey Mysterio at the Nitro Girl when I was 12. You should show that photo. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope, I was 12. And nope. Nope. Oh, <laughs> that was a mess. Oh, that's great. Also, he was not masked, so I right. will not share that. But I have an autographed picture that says Two Summer, and he signed it. And it's like that classic Rey Mysterio um, promo picture from when he uh, was with without his mask with the black beanie that said Mysterio. Mm -hmm. To this day, I still want that damn beanie. Um, so I go, I mean, I go way back with Rey. Like I have a tattoo for him. I met I met Ray. He was I almost cried. I met I met Ray at WrestleMania nineteen. Oh nice. Yeah, I worked WrestleMania nineteen. I was working for the Seattle Mariners at the time when I was living up there. And they had us do all the merchandise. So I met pretty much everybody that was anybody in WWE in two thousand three at that show. It's pretty cool. Nice. Interesting. Yeah, so I worked WrestleMania. My first show ever was a house show in 1994 at the Tacoma Dome. The main event was Bret Hart versus Adam Baum for the WWF title. Wow. I remember um, going way back seeing Bret Hart. Man, the next event was at the Mercer Arena in Seattle, and the main event there was the Undertaker versus Yokozuna in a casket match. And then I uh, see... I have seen everybody live except WCW. I went to a ring. I went to a ring of honor, ring of honor show. I've seen live, seen AEW live, double or nothing. Seen New Japan live twice now. Uh, went to WWE Stomping Grounds in 2019. That was that was an interesting show. That didn't sell very well, but it was actually a good show to go to live. It was actually a really good show. Like, it didn't do, draw well, and people thought it was a throwaway show, but it was actually pretty entertaining live. Okay. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't translate. Because, I mean, we got, to, we got to chant, we drive Prius to Daniel Bryan, so it was kind of fun. <laughs> I mean... My goal is to actually go to a New Japan show, which I know they're coming out here the date before the Halloween show. Which I'll be at. I want to go if Mercedes is there. Other than that, I want to go to support Matt Vandegrift, but I know that there's other wrestlers that have wrestled for New Japan as well. So I would like the, to, to support the them. current and former Nevada State champions. Yes, and I know Amber would like to go just to support G Sharp. So, but, um. I would go if you get a chance to, because there's a lot of really talented people that are going to be there, and some might not be touring much longer. So. Okay. And actually, the Halloween show is actually uh, my dad's birthday. Um, 
my dad is no longer here, so um, that's going to be a hard day for me. Um, but we're going to go and we're going to celebrate and remember the good man that he was. So uh, and we're I'll not going to make it a bad day. I'll be there for hugs. I'm always good for him. So. Yeah, it's, uh, that's October. I told, uh, as Summer knows, October is never a good month for me because the 14th is his an is a, uh, his uh, death anniversary. And then the 18th, yeah, the 18th is the day we brought him home. And then the 29th is his birthday. He would have been 67, I believe. My dad's himself that makes sense. It's, it's it 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 gets it gets easier over time but it never gets easier it, no. it becomes different um grief is a funny thing um but be it be it your situation or even like with with me being hurt and going through everything i went through it's it's life-changing and for me it's it's may through june they're rough for me. Like it's terrible. I hate it. Yeah. Um, the, I was dead in the hospital bed June nineteenth, twenty fifteen. So June nineteenth and me, we don't really get along. But I, I've I've worked my tail off to to grow from it and and learn and and put myself around people and situations that help me. So having having someone there with you and 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 helping you out. Trust me, it's it gets easier over time. Just. Just not when we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one that that really. I summer's known me for for so long. I'm one of them that usually bottles things up inside. I will not cry in front of people. I will not show my emotions in front of people. I usually do that behind closed doors. I I just keep it to myself. And I've been told by several people that's not probably the best thing to do. Nah, and my mental know. health has been not good as of the last couple of months i've been going through some huge issues and it's been triggering i had to learn how to wear mine on my sleeve myself and going through everything i did it really helped it's it's hard for me because what helps is not only having the people i have around me which is why i post a lot and tag a lot of people in it um but the two people that know the most is Jay and AJ. And they have had a tremendous influence on me, especially Jay. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, and he it's has good having people in your court and on your back court helping you out. And I've and never had that. Summer knows how I was it's, my teenage years. It's, it's difficult to adjust when you've been programmed a certain way. Yeah. Your life experience has programmed you a certain way, and now you actually have that support. It's a tough adjustment. I get. Trust me, I understand a lot. And it's More than it's a lot hard. Of understand, so. it is. Yes, it's very it's hard because me and Amber just celebrated uh, our anniversary, and Happy for her, anniversary. To, thank you, <laughs> for her to stick with me as long as she has. I am not the easiest person to get along with. Um, when I am in my moods, I snap at pretty much anybody. And she's pretty much taken the brunt of my frustrations at times. And for her to stick around really says a lot. She loves you, kid. 
I love her too. So, you know, I mean, uh, Summer's also said that she's brought out the best in me. So true story. True story. And, 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 and in the end and, and not to be hyperbolic or sappy, isn't that what we really want anyway is when finding someone that brings out the best in you. I think, yeah, I think you're winning. So yeah, that's my personal opinion. Uh, yeah, I've definitely hit the jackpot here. Um, so not, not so much with summer, but you know, that's rude. <laughs> I mean, she she only likes me because I sent her pictures of Hero. That's really? She, that's it. As long as she likes me. As long as she talks to me. Like, that's it. Like, I, I don't I don't hear from her for weeks unless there's, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Or, hey, you got those Hero photos? I know you got those Hero photos. I know you were there. It's all kind of creepy. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. It's kind of weird. <laughs> You're like me. Just steal them. <laughs> Her voice gets all creepy. You got those hero pictures. I do not. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't it's over Messenger. <laughs> and he, he laughs like that over Messenger. I'm done. Uh, I do. I laugh the same way every time. I'm done. I, look, okay. I summer, Summer, Brandy, listen to me. The oh. day I stop giving you shit is the day I don't like you. Uh-oh. Everybody in my circle that I love and I appreciate, I will roast you to the end of time. Now, don't let anybody else roast you, because I'll kick their ass. I'll mess them up. Oh. I can roast you. They can't. I will keep that in mind. So, Summer, don't... What the fuck, man? I, I am... T yeah, we're, we're double-teaming you. What the fuck, man? Uh, no, I, I, whoa, 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 whoa. I, was, I wasn't attacking. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to make fun of you. But if anybody else makes fun of you, I'm going to mess them up. Yeah, mess her up then, because she's making fun of me. <laughs> That's why all. Do, uh, why do y'all do that to me? I gotta fight why, everybody. Why did I decide to do this podcast right now? Again. Because you like us. Yeah, debatable. Huh. <laughs> if, you want, if, you want, if you want more hero pictures, you like us. Why is that what's hanging over my head? Because that's all you ever really talked to me about. That's not true! <laughs> <laughs> it is not true. For the record, I'm just giving her crap. She's somebody Please actually. Please put that out there. It's for the record. For the record, on, uh, this is out in the open, in public domain. Summer doesn't actually hate me. <laughs> And she doesn't. She doesn't actually only bother me about hero Lou pictures. <laughs> no, I don't. Damn it! Thank you. No, you you asked him about the promo pics. I did. I did. And then you know what he says to me? Oh, good thing they weren't hero because the whole thing would just be hero. And I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> well, I'm I like wrong, how he said one of Jay. However. He was getting kicked in his face, which I, I guess I'll let that slide. It's a good photo. Jay is getting kicked in his face. That's never a good photo. But the composition is a good photo. The lighting is perfect. I mean, I can see Jay's abs, so I guess it works oh out. My <laughs> I don't even... Okay. I don't even like men, but so give me credit I here. don't even talk like that. She really doesn't. She doesn't even. She's actually quite respectful about it. Yes, I'm respectful. 
I'm so, I gotta take a drink, excuse me, hello. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the it's shit true. show. It is our podcast. It is a shit show. Yeah. That's what I'm doing different. I am okay with those and myself shit shows. I do it every day. <laughs> I wanted to, uh, I was informed by my brother to tell you that uh, you have a fan in him too. Oh, he really likes your work, and I he, appreciate that. I enjoy talking to him. Appreciate all the too. advice you've given to me too. I, I, I like talking to him at shows. I talk to everybody at shows. Honestly, it's well. My brother doesn't talk to too many people, so no, he doesn't. No. Well, that's cool. I, I, I will. I will. I will take that as a giant compliment. Yeah, he's definitely uh, saying the praises of you at every I, show you've been to. What? I don't believe in gatekeeping information, especially like with photography. Like people act like oh, I'm going to teach somebody how to be better than me. And they're going to take my spot. So what? Good. Let you go on and do other things and, and get better at what you do. It's okay. I've I, learned I, to. I, I've taken some of your advice as far as like taking things like pictures of random things. So mm -hmm. I've done that to try to improve my camera skills but i'm still trying to learn my camera and that's the problem i still don't know a lot of what a lot of things are i still have to mess with it and if i can't figure things out i get frustrated i'm going to give you a two-word answer what's well, one word youtube YouTube. Watch, vi watch videos on your camera. Just look up your camera's name and how to whatever you're looking to do. I guarantee there's a tutorial how to do it. YouTube has literally everything. You, so that and, it's, and, it's, and it's my favorite price. F-R-E-E free. Okay. It's free game out there. There's so much free game out there. I will, I will definitely do that. I, have, I am not afraid and not above going to look for something I'm trying to do to see if there's a tutorial on it. And if there is, I watch the tutorial, I get the basics down, and I take that and I advance it and take it the direction I want to go. Okay. I am not above sitting down watching a 20-minute tutorial on my camera. Let's see if I can hold my attention that long, because I, I don't... Well, you'll be, if you're flipping along with it in your camera, I mean, you're, you're following along. You should be following along. You should be following along to set stuff up because that's how how setup. I mean, you set up videos work. You change it as you go. True. And I'm not. I'm not afraid. I've done it uh, on my current camera. I did it because I couldn't figure out how to do something. I was like, I, I need to fix this one setting. So I looked it up, and I was like, Oh, I'm an idiot. Click, 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 switch, change, click. Perfect. I'm gonna have to do that before lethal consequences. So I, I watch I watch videos on lenses I'm looking at. I will read articles. It is no problem researching. Research, read. There's so much information out there. And it's free. And it's free. That's not the best part. Free information. Can't be afraid to ask questions. And I am not afraid to look stupid when I'm asking a question about something I don't understand. It's okay. No such thing as a stupid question. You're literally the only photographer I will ask advice from just because 
Not that the other photographers aren't good. I've seen uh, Ryan's photos. Um, That's my dog. That's my dog. I've, I mean, his is he does great work. Uh, you know, I've seen uh, a lot of the others' uh, photography work as well. But yours, it just, I admire your work. So. Oh, thank you. I just. I mean, I, I want to take advice from you, and I know you, so. <laughs> tell people all the time I don't take pictures of stop time because in that moment it'll never happen again so I always aim to stop time in that moment to make it memorable for others that weren't there people in that moment remember it they'll remember that moment what it looked like what it smelled like there's people that aren't there that are watching it from home you can watch it on the videotape but being there in the moment when you're experiencing some of those things is it's cathartic it's it's beyond what most people can understand especially in a, like a large event or like a crazy wrestling match so when you snap that photo that captures that energy it's it's amazing i love it is there like is there like an upcoming event or uh like it doesn't have to be wrestling is there something that you have in mind that you would like to shoot that you haven't yet I've I've gotten opportunities to shoot some pretty cool stuff this last year. Um, I'm kind of the de facto official photographer for the Karaoke World Championships, the U.S. Finals that happen here every year. So I shoot that every year. Um, I shot Miss Gay Sin City 2023, which is the drag pageant for Miss Gay USA. I shot that. That was amazing. Um, Honestly, if I ever got the opportunity to, I would, I would, I would enjoy shooting like a UNLV football game or a uh, a Raiders game. Just okay. to say I've done it. Just to say I've done it. You know, a little, little feather in the cap. Say I've done it. Well, those would be some pretty dope pictures. Other than you know, humans, <laughs> wrestling, <laughs> football, anything like that. Is there anything else you like to take photos of? Like, are you into nature, animals? Um, because humans suck. <laughs> um, I do like to do some abstract pr perspective stuff with with like objects and like uh, one of my big projects I did in college was all street signs. I told okay. a story like like a, I made a sentence of stories using just street signs at different angles, different backgrounds around Seattle. Interesting. And it, it lined up and made like a like a, a six panel storyboard. So stuff like that. Um, I do. My my guilty pleasure is just cans of people like out and about in 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 the city, like street photography. I love it. Let's grab my camera and just sit back and just chill and just watch people and 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 catch moments of people. I have a really good photo. It's black and white. I took it in black and white of a couple on Fremont. Where literally it's World War Three. The people are running, walking around them, streaking around them, and I caught them at that moment where she's got his hand on his chest and they've locked eyes. And I'm like, yeah, that's the shot. That is the shot. I like that. That's fun. Um, stuff like that. Catching moments like that in public are fun. My favorite uh, moment besides wrestling is my guinea pigs. I. I will nine times out of ten if I'm out in the house not running errands have my camera with me. Yeah, you saw. I, I've seen your your. 
I've looked at I your have, Instagram and I've seen a lot of I like posts. Almost always have my camera with me, either be it my phone, one of my better uh, phone cameras, or my actual camera. I will have with me. That's what photographers and, do. And fun fact, uh, I don't, I don't have an iPhone. Or a Pixel I use when I go out about. I usually I have a phone I imported from China that I use for the most part for a lot of my mobile phone photo stuff. Because the camera's really good. I have an iPhone, which I still haven't figured out how to use yet. <laughs> I need a new iPhone. <laughs> but not the brand new one because I can't afford that. Fourteen or a fourteen and you'd be fine. I can't even afford that. <laughs> mine's the mine's the what basic SE, iPhone that ever came out, the, the first S, one, the SE twenty twenty. SE, that's mine's an eleven. My camera on here on my phone doesn't. The videos turn out. It depends on how I aim my my uh, phone, but the pictures turn out no matter where I am, what what venue. Uh, it's it's all blurry except for I think the classic cadence. That's because it's at a high school gymnasium. I, I will say this about mobile photography. I, I I talk about it on my YouTube channel too. I do a lot of stuff with that. Um, photography in general is all. I mean, the word literally means painting with light. So the smaller phone sensors are are less than an inch wide, and the smaller the sensor, it takes more light to get a clear image because you need to pack all these photons into the small area to take photo. And when you start zooming digitally, now you're taking that small photon area, you're making it bigger, but now you're not condensing the photons at all, so it looks a little blurry. So, phones are getting better. There are one-inch sensor phones now, which are just a little bit smaller than a micro four-thirds sensor, which is the smallest sensor you can get on a camera. Oh, commercially larger available. I've shot on micro four-thirds, APS-C, and full-frame 35mm. shot on all three. But full-frame is always going to give you the most depth of field because it's a bigger sensor to gather more light. As you shrink the sensor, your depth of field and your inability to focus within changes. So you're using the same amount of light coming in, but the idea of depth of field, what's in focus, what's not in focus, what you're focusing on, changes. And it multiplies by the amount the sensor shrinks. It's like a crop factor. So full frame at f2.8, which is what I shoot at normally, you have a set depth of field. Now, when you dropped an APS-C, like the size sensor I'm using now, it's a 1.5 times crop. So you take that depth of field at 2.8, times 1.5 and that's what you're seeing it's the same amount of light but what's in focus is now it's not as narrow it's a wider frame of focus so as you shrink even further with sensors that becomes an even larger depth of field that's in focus and out of focus that's why we could be looking at the same thing same cameras with two different lenses apertures we'll have two different looks two different angles even though it's the same we're looking at the same thing from the same place if i have a faster aperture, a bigger aperture, what's in focus is going to be very in focus. Everything in front of it's going to be out of focus. Everything behind it's going to be out of focus. So that's when you get those cool, crazy, blurry balls of bokeh behind things when you're taking pictures sometimes. It's all depth of field. 
distance from distance from your subject to the background and how the lens will compress everything into the flame. I'm going to have to take this advice. Take notes. I am. Because I'm not the photographer. <laughs> well, neither am I. Scoop is the photographer. I guess I'm the editor, and I suck at that, too. So. <laughs> oh, you're fine. I need to up my game. I don't even know how to edit, so except on pictures on my phone. <laughs> That's all I know how to edit. Let me tell you. Uh... Editing photos, depending on what I'm shooting. I'm kind of meticulous, I'm not going to lie. Uh, if I was shooting for, like, a newspaper or something, I'd be shooting JPEG and rifling through stuff. Here you go, I have them. Letting the camera do all the work. But I shoot raw, which is a very flat profile, so it just takes all the image up, all the information off the sensor and just dumps it into the, the photo file. It doesn't try to select the highlights and make a perfect image. I actually do that in post. So like one, I take thing a picture. Noticed, one thing I've noticed on my camera is when I download the photos that I've taken, uh, if I download them as original format, it comes out exactly how it looks on the camera. But I noticed if I do uh, the megapixels, it comes out better. Yeah, what happens if you're, if you're converting to JPEG, it's, what the camera does is it takes the highlights and the shadows, it blends them out to what it thinks should they should be, and produces the image to a JPEG. With the raw file, it literally just goes, here's all the data. Okay. If you miss the shadows and exposure, here's where you screwed up. What you do in post is when you're editing that raw file, you go, okay, I blew out the highlights. Let's bring the highlights down. Let's bring the shadows up. Let's back the whites out. Okay, that looks like a better color profile. Let's warm the temperature of the light because I missed it off the white balance. Hey, there we go. That looks like what I saw. Save. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. But I built, I'm such, like I said, I'm very meticulous. I've built presets for every venue that I shoot out here in Vegas. So I can shoot a show, dump my card, literally select the preset, and know exactly what my look is going to be. So I can flip a show overnight because I've already done the work. Fancy. I just don't like. I just don't like. I just don't like sitting at my computer all day. <laughs> I wouldn't either. And I got. I, I, I keep looking to my left and that's my monitor. So I have like a 27 inch monitor on my table here and I've got my little Mac, my Mac mini here. And so I'm just, I'm always just chilling in my room here and all my scarves from Sounders stuff in the background. I like your chair. The chair is incredibly comfortable. It looks comfortable. I'm mad because I, 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 I used to have a less comfortable chair because it would make me work faster and get out of it because it wasn't comfortable. <laughs> that makes sense. I had to trick myself to work to work faster. And now this one's a little bit more comfortable, but I like took out some of the padding so it's not quite as comfortable. So it still makes me work faster and get out of it. Okay, makes sense. I don't think anything can make me work faster, so Oh, when you have back pain, it'll do it. Oh, I have back pain. <laughs> back. I don't want to be here anymore. No, I, that standing does that. 
I sit all day, so I don't have that problem. I'm on my feet. This is uh, this is why I wear knee pads when I shoot because I'm broken. Yeah. <laughs> I'm broken. Broken is better than woken, though, in the wrestling aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, uh, it's like on my bad leg because to put the rod in, they have to like cut your knee open from like the top of your kneecap down your patella tendon, and they, they, it's it's terrible. Don't ever don't ever watch a surgery you've had. It's not good. Don't do that. I watched my mom's eye surgery, and that was gross. I watched a version of the surgery I had, and I had to turn it off about ten minutes in. Like, okay, all right. There's a grown man standing on a table with a hammer. That's all you need to know. I <laughs> so I can't really put weight on my right knee because yeah. of the nerve damage I have there. So like I was gonna I always wore a knee pad on that one, and then uh, I shot a show. I was like, yeah, this sucks. I need good knee pads. So I went and got uh, roofing knee pads, like for roofers. Mm-hmm. Best move ever. They have a nice little flat platform you can rest on. You don't have to worry about balancing too much. Makes sense. They I mean, absorb they absorb all the random thumbtacks during death matches, so you're not sitting putting your knees in thumbtacks. That hurts. We Don't not talk about death matches. Oh. Now you gotta wear a now you gotta wear one of those like face masks and stuff, so you don't get kicked in your face anymore. Uh, no, no, I can't see. Yeah, I, I'll take a broken nose. It's fine. I got the shot though, so. I don't know. It just sounds. Brutal. I. I... I will say that my daredevil nature, I, I stay in the pocket probably a little bit longer than some photographers would. Yeah, I didn't have time it, to tell you scoop move. <laughs> no, no, it's more like I know what's coming. It's impending doom. But the, the adrenaline junkie me is like, eh, how long can we stave off near death? I got twenty. I got twenty frames per second. We can make it work. Yeah. That's totally scoop. Uh, like that's the last, like the last, uh, the last casino show when uh, Douglas James hit that meteor on Justin Cruz, or Jordan Cruz that was like heading like right at me. Yeah, I waited till like the the fact he almost hit the ropes before I moved. I got a great shot. Like I got the full sequence. It looks amazing. Oh, as always. I was gonna say I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah. it looks great. It looked great. It just uh, he almost hit me in the face. Yeah, I think I blocked some of that match out. I mean, I mean it wasn't. They were on the high ring, so it was more like in like my mid forehead. Because <laughs> that makes it better. Uh, no, I'm just giving people like <laughs> the visual. Yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of that ring at all. That ring was problems last casino show. That ring is very tall. And I always try to stay as little as possible because uh, people pay to see the wrestlers, not the back of my head and my back. I think you're the only one that understands that because at Pride Style. Now, yeah, yeah. I, people pay money, good money, to, to watch wrestlers, not the back of my head. So I try to stay as low as possible. The only problem with that high ring is, like, I'm on a knee. I'm only 5'9", not the tallest man in the world. Uh, so... I have to shoot the whole show with like my elbows up, up like I'm leaning like a cholo. <laughs> and like you're part of the, the Suavecito. Yeah, like I'm an honorary Suavecito. 
And by the end of the show, that's two hours of getting up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down from just like literally using my lats and my traps to pull myself up or having to dive out of the way of human bodies. Um, so that hurts. <laughs> and I always forget about like, if it's a Sunday show, but like Monday morning, like I'll, I'll be at work and I'll be grabbing a case or something. I'm like, why do my shoulders? Oh, that's right. High ring. <laughs> high ring. We were on the high ring last night. So my, my whole upper body is on fire right now. You're literally the only cameraman who I can honestly say that I've not had a bad experience with yet. Like there's normally, yeah. there's normally so, cameramen that you have, you have to, you have to, you gotta be nice to the video guys because it's their job to, to paint the pictures for the people at home and they gotta be up kind of high. You gotta be a little lenient with the cat with the video guys because they're just doing their jobs. Now, other guys doing stills, we're supposed to be out of the way. It's just that, like, for the one guy that was doing the videos at that last FSW show, it's like, no matter which way I moved my head, it's like he, he would just come over and stand in front of me. Like, there was a shot that I could have got of Matt. It was a perfect fucking video I could have got of him flying out of the ring, and fucking I missed it because he stood right in front of me. You got you got to remember he's always got to get the best angle because again there's people paying good money on fight to watch it. But the guy of Pride Style, he literally stood in the same damn spot in front of me and Harold, almost the whole damn time. Because Harold said he couldn't. Yeah, see yeah Harold was having to like lean like to one side, and I was just like, I was already a shit night for me to begin with. That I was like, I'm done. But he like wouldn't mo- like same spot. Pretty much the whole night. Because like I always, all my, my pictures and stuff he's in. I always try to pick a corner. Because you're always safer on the corners than you are in the middle of the ring. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, safer. I mean, literally safer, too. I mean, like, you never... Nobody, yeah, most of bodies don't... You don't be, most people don't do dives all, through a turnbuckle corner. Like, it just no, doesn't no. really happen. No. Unless you're Shogun throwing Tito out of the ring. And... I still say that it's Shogun's fault, but I digress. It's not Shogun's fault. Me and him are beefing. I had I had a really good photo from that match of Tito standing on Shogun, and I made a meme out of it about my allergies. And... <laughs> I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a good laugh because that was me. That's me and my allergies last year. My allergies were terrible. Because how do you wake up kicking my ass? Like what the hell? Like, I ain't got any windows open. I'm already noses running wide. <laughs> got me hitting the flow nays like I'm an addict. Like, <laughs> just don't want to sneeze. <laughs> Why am I picturing things I don't need to be picturing? <laughs> I don't have words. Okay. You got any more of that flow nays? Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> you give me the spokesperson for the flow nays commercial. <laughs> Wait a minute, you got any you got any of that Claritin? Right, Allegra? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you twenty dollars for some Zyrtec. I just need something. Oh god. He, he could be our he could be our singer for the intro. Oh lord. Okay. That is one of my secret hidden talents. See? See? I, I figured it out. We can have we can have Scoop be our spokesman. I do random cartoon voices at times too, so you do voices? 
I do. you hear voices in your head? They talk to me. They understand. They talk to me. <laughs> okay, you got it. Good, good. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I'm just saying, like every time I sometimes like I like I get in trouble with with people at work because I'll call customer service. I'll like I'll do Mr. Herbert from Family Guy because I know Jamie hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll yeah. answer. She'll like I'm like show. Uh, <laughs> you got that pot for me? <laughs> I would hang up on you. Oh, she does. She does. <laughs> Stop it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I would hang up on you. Get your ass back over. <laughs> this is gonna be our comic part of the the scoop can do cartoon characters. Yeah, if you catch me in the show, I'll just randomly start dropping the voices. You know, I could picture I could picture Scoop doing that show, Crank Anchors, for some reason. I hated that show. I love that show. Complete opposites here. <laughs> it's like when my friends do something really stupid I narrate it like Morgan Freeman <laughs> ah yes so it looks like our friend Summer sent Greg another message well I'd find out what it's about no <laughs> it, was, it was about Hero <laughs> she wanted one picture of Hero Lou and so Scoop so Scoop sent them and she was happy Lord I hope you know he probably listens to this and that's okay. No, it's not. For you, it is. For me, it's not. Well, uh, Mr. Hero Lou, if you are listening, I am just having fun with her. She does not actually ask me for pictures like that. It's far more sinister. <laughs> You're dying. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Fuck. Don't die on me. I've tried it twice. It's not fun. <laughs> this is rude. <laughs> this is rude. <laughs> and now if he gives me a weird look at um, fucking Sunday, I'm going to be like, you listened to the fucking interview, didn't you? I'm going to be like, good. No, he won't acknowledge me. It's fine. He won't acknowledge me. Good. <laughs> Shogun will. Shogun, I dare Shogun to talk shit to me. He won't be on the podcast because I ride for Hero. So I ride for his ops in his words. So he yes. won't be on the podcast. Use your anger. <laughs> <laughs> This is rude. I don't know how this turned into pick on summer. Everything turns into pick on summer. She said it, not me. That's rude. Okay. You love me. I'm the editor. Remember she, that. She said it. She said it. <laughs> you see my son? Yeah. You see mine out there? Scoop, go look at my son on Instagram. Oh, man, I gotta grab my phone now. My son's on He's sitting right there on my on my lap, just perched, looking so cute. Mine's a pain in the ass. For happy National Sunday. 
<laughs> Isn't he a cute little goober? I know. He was easy to pass. Okay. <laughs> Mine's a real pain in the ass. That's Jody. Jody Jr. Jody? Yeah, he's a junior. <laughs> okay. I'll be bringing my real son to the Halloween show. Yay. Awesome. So, he has no choice. He can't, he can't um, argue. No. No. He has no, choice. he has no choice. Hope Hero's not there. Yeah, because he'll talk shit. That's fine. <laughs> No, it's not. He's going to be like, yeah, of course the ref got knocked down because you're Samoan. And that's what happens in all the Samoan matches. <sighs> Your son. He's not wrong, but he doesn't have to. I was like, he's not Roman Reigns. I know what happens in Roman matches. Very true. At this point, Roman's matches are predictable. Yes, very much so. I just want to see Jay. We know. No way. <laughs> CJ and all his pretty. Just um, take off his shirt. I am both shocked and completely taken back that Brandy wants to see Jay Vidal. I am just, I, uh, I, I didn't know. I'm flabbergasted. I know, it's a I, surprise. My, I, I, my mouth is okay. I <laughs> Throw AJ in there too, it's fine. This is this is more shocking than than you know what this is more shocking than. This I'm is more shocking now. than finding out that Shogun and Hero are wrestling on Sunday. Oh my God! I had no idea. I know. I, I look. I'm I am as shocked as you are. I almost like as I much as knowing that Brandy that. really wants to see Jay Vidal. What this? Just have him stand in front of the ring, just without a shirt on. And pose for the whole show. No, because I need to no, see no, show no, hero. No, no, no. That's why I'm just have him. That would be the mo- that would be the most terrible set of photos ever. It'd be literally an hour of three thousand photos of Jay in different poses. That would be great photos, Scoop, and I would steal them all from you. My mind would go numb after about ten minutes of looking at it, and that's no <laughs> knock on Jay. I love Jay. Jay's a wonderful human being, but but I couldn't do it. Oh, I could stare look, at him all day. Look, it's Jay smiling again, and Jay is no longer smiling. It looks just like the other 14 pictures of Jay smiling. <laughs> but every photo of him is beautiful. It's fine. As my eyes begin to bleed from not blinking. Wait, well, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I don't want this to turn extra. I was like, and I'm the one who gets the shit, but she talks like that. Okay. She just steals my pictures. She doesn't ask for them. Yeah, at least I ask. There, right there. She, she just admitted she asked for pictures. <laughs> you already put me on blast. Well, I I would ask I for did. them, but you post your pictures, and I just look through them and steal them. Okay, you know what? That's the challenge now. I'm going to shoot a whole show with Jay on it and not post a single one. That's rude. <laughs> that is rude. I'm gonna put. I'm. I'm gonna shoot a show. I'm gonna shoot a match with him in it, and I'm not gonna post a single. It'll be a picture of like his foot. 
kicking somebody, and that's all you're going to get. <laughs> that is rude. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's, there, there it is. There's my gimmick. I'm a heel photographer. I only take bad pictures of, of certain people and good pictures of other people. That is rude. You can't take a bad picture of Jay Wido. Oh, I can. I can take a bad picture. No, you can't. You can't. Oh, yes, I can. Possible. It's impossible. Uh, it is very much possible. No, it's not. It's impossible. That man is too pretty. Summer, that's a challenge. What? That's she's just challenging me to take a bad picture, Jay. Okay, well, go ahead. It's challenging. I already have. See, the thing is, the cool thing about being a photographer is I don't post the shit. I only post the good stuff. There's plenty of shit in a card. I don't care if you just posted a picture of Jay's hair. It's fine. It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. That's weird. That is weird. Or his back. I don't care. Slightly slightly uncomfortable. Just get a picture of his ass and send it to me. Oh, my God. Wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> Scoops out. Like I'm done. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I will. I will. I like. I posted this the other day. Like, I thank wrestling for 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 being kind of a rock for me, and always being something I can kind of fall back on and enjoy and escape reality. And now that I'm part of it, um, I've met a bunch of people from a ton of different walks of life, and. It, it just reaffirmed how I already felt about a lot of things. And uh, I, I really do thank wrestling for a lot. Same. Mental, my mental health has been so much better since, like, wrestling has been my escape. And if I, can, I go to a show and I'm, like, frustrated or even sad, I can go to a show and literally by the end of the show, I can be happy just based off seeing people or talking to people. As much as we get lost in our own heads, the human experience is not unique. We're all going through it. And on the other side of that coin, a lot of the wrestlers, they feel the same way about getting in the ring and, 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 and doing what they love to help others. So it's a, it's a wonderful relationship when it comes to that. And to be on both sides of it now is pretty neat. To see the work that people put in to get the reaction that helps people on that other side is, it's, the level of respect I have is, I can't measure it. Makes sense. To, To know what people put themselves through for what they love is... My hat goes off to anyone that's ever stepped between ropes and wrestled. Because it ain't easy. No, that's the biggest misconception. It is not easy. And I've seen the highs and the lows and where people are mentally when they get into the ring. When you think they go out there and they kill it and they may be at the lowest point they've had in a long time. And you don't know that. And to them to be that professional and do that is pretty impressive. I know it's hard to not show when things are becoming problems. I wear it on my face. (laughs) I mean, you're not the only one. I I do. Like you, just watch me at Pride Style. 
I'll tell you everything. Oh, I have. See? I don't pay attention to you. Yeah, I know. You never do. Mm -hmm. No, they, like, I don't know why I'm become the one to watch, but Tommy says they do it. Mel House. I don't. You're kind of the, you're kind of the barometer of time times. I don't want to be, though. Like, know, you know, you don't want to be, but you kind of are. It wasn't intentional. It's not intentional. Like, but, uh, shit, but, but, Summer, let me flip it. Let me flip it like this. I'm, I'm really good at looking at things from the other side. That means they respect you. And they respect what you think and how you see things. Because they know you're going to give them an honest answer. And you're not out there to pat backs and, 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 and shake hands and kiss babies. No, not at all. So, look at it that way. They truly respect what you think and how you're perceiving what's going on in the ring around you enough to take your opinion to heart for their shows. I, I guess, like yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't like all eyes on me. I don't think I'm important enough to, for them to care. I'm just another fan. And a very different fan at that. So... See my previous comment about not back patting and shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> I know. To, you're not afraid to say what you think. And believe it or not, a good promoter wants to hear that. They don't want to hear what they did right. They want to hear what's not right. I mean, he ain't wrong. Because every, everybody's going to tell them what they did right. It takes a special person that can tell them with love and with respect what, what wasn't right. What didn't go right, excuse me. I've made more than my my point clear how I felt about certain things that were going on in Pride. Okay. And yeah. that's why um, for a long time, um, no disrespect to this person. I I will I will say that forever. But Sandra Moon, I think, gets way too much credit, and she's overused, and she's over. <laughs> over pushed and I don't think she's that good to have beaten the people she's beaten. And when she was pride style champion, as long as she was, I told Millhouse and I made my, my opinions known how I felt about that. That's why actually it's been a blessing with pride style, her not being there, but on the flip side, it's actually going to be a blessing to have her come back. So I am looking forward to seeing her on the 15th. I actually am looking forward to seeing her if the match is made versus Andrew Delgado to see what happens. I think it's going to be a good match. He's going to beat her ass and she's going to win. Which is pretty much what's going to happen. But I just want to see how far they're going to take it with see how Andrew got cheered with what he did to Damian Desire and those two guys he fought last time see how much the fans cheer for him if he beats up sander moon but it is the perfect way to get the heel reaction because people will not boo sander, sander. right so i've made my my presence known to millhouse about how i felt sandra as a person is a great person i love her dearly but as a wrestler i just don't buy it i'm pretty much switched on a lot of stuff 
I stuck your shoe. <laughs> as long as you don't kick him in the face, he's fine. As long as you don't break my nose, I don't care. I mean, can't blame you there. I I really don't. I don't. I don't. And one thing I I can I can look at myself in the mirror and be proud of. I don't care if it's a casino show. I don't care if AEW asks me to shoot sometime and I'm shooting an AEW event or if I'm shooting a Future Shock or like a gym show. I don't care. I shoot with the same energy. I I'm, I don't play favorites. I just shoot the same way. I'm gonna shoot every event the same way. This exact same way. Because it's not fair to someone making their debut where this is going to be their first time and someone's ever seen them in their gear, ever seen them in the ring. They feel like a superstar. Why not treat them like one? Well, yeah. Ain't wrong. Because they've never had that. They've never had that moment. They've never seen themselves in the ring doing what they've been busting their ass to do. So I shoot with that same energy. I don't care if it's a future shock. I don't care if it's dark arts and it's not supposed to be a lot of people there. I'm shooting with the same energy. Because I'm going to make somebody look fucking amazing and I hope they get booked off it. Yeah, and you do a good job of it, so. It's, 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 because it's made you who you are, Scoop. My camera is like a video game. It's rated E for everybody. Anyone can get it. All right, so next time I, I want you to take a picture of me. Okay. Look at <laughs> she wants a picture of her, a professional photo of her and Jay Vidal. Yeah, take some promo shots of that. I'm fine. Okay. All right, I'll have to Photoshop out the drool, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh she's on the other foot now, huh? Make fun of you now, huh? Hmm. No. Just don't make fun of me anymore, please. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Thank you. All right, well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. This is almost an hour and a half long. Thank you. It's because I'm a talker. <laughs> it's Everybody we've had on is a talker, so it's fine. It's fine. So thank you. Again. We appreciate you coming on, sharing your wisdom with us. I appreciate you guys. As much as I give you crap. Make fun of you. A lot. I love I love you both dearly. I consider you both friends. And you'll always be good for a hug and a high for me. So Well, we appreciate it. And we will see you Sunday. I will be there eventually. 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 I work on Sundays, so I Hopefully I get them out early on Sunday so I can actually eat and I'll be in a better mood by the time the show starts. Because, like, the last show, I was starving. And I didn't really care until, I like, I I always say, I don't want to be here. I'm tired. It's because I'm hungry. I don't get hangry. I'm not going to lie. I get hangry. That's my but, once I, but once I start shooting, I'm fine. Like, at that point, I'm working. Brain brain goes into into creative mode. And then I finish. I end up getting, like, a burrito on the way home. And I'm, like, slamming a, like, shrimp burrito from Roberto's as I'm editing. So. I know it's a terrible visual especially for someone who's vegan so ah, hey, look I do vegetarian vegan stuff too so I, I'm indiscriminate I I was actually I ate vegan for almost two years when I, I was going through my gallbladder issues so. alright well again thank you 
so much. We appreciate it. I will have this up as soon as I can, and we will see you Sunday. I'll be there. Thank you, Scoop. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Bye.